0: Hey, welcome to Fred Talk, inspiration and truth from a friend. In our podcast, we teach principles of success. Our goal is to inspire leaders to unlock their full potential, live out their strengths, and achieve their God-given purpose in life. Today, I want to talk to you about the leadership principle, producing results with people. If you want to be successful, you got to learn how to get people to do what you want them to do. You know, growing up, I didn't feel like a very strong leader. And then I, I, when I was younger, I took some personality tests and kind of gift assessments. And I always wanted leadership to be at the top, and it wasn't. But what I've learned is that most of leadership is how you choose to work with people, good or bad. It's less about whether you are a gifted leader. It's more about how you manage relationships. As I've led organizations, when I focus on blaming people, getting frustrated that they're not doing what I want them to do and wanting them to take leadership rather than me lead them, (laughs) I end up being frustrated with the lack of results and frustrated with the people. But when I just lead and I just address things, good things tend to happen. Most people rise to what is expected of them. So if you want to be seen as a leader, you need to know what you want. So I'm going to give you a simple three-step system to follow that produces results with others. These three steps help you to be successful as a leader. It's a simple leadership system. And here's how it goes. The first step is clarity. You need to be clear on who is doing what, when. See, leaders see a vision and clearly articulate it. Dreamers see a vision, but don't articulate it. There's a big difference between a dreamer and a leader. So if you have a vision, you need to clearly articulate it if you're going to get anywhere with people. Leadership is about setting direction, making sure people know the why. And when they need clarity on what they're supposed to do and when it needs to be done, you get it. So if you're fuzzy on your why, then you can't lead others very well. You need to know why you do what you do so you can be clear about it. You need to know what drives you your job is to make sure that that is white hot so that activity can flow from that purpose or that mission in your life. So once you know your why, you communicate what you want people to do and in what time frame. that's clarity. So to be very clear, what is expected so they can win. I always hated it when teachers in school would try to make tests hard to try to trick you. <laughs> Just tell me what I need to do so I can get an A. That's the reason I didn't like school. It it didn't produce effective results. Don't make it hard for people to get an A. They'll just be frustrated with you and not follow you. Lack of clarity creates entitlement. It sounds like this. I can do whatever I want to do. I don't have to do what you tell me to do. That's entitlement. Lack of clarity breeds disunity and creates problems. In the Old Testament book of Proverbs, it says, where there's no vision, people perish. When there's not a clarity of the vision of what to do, people go bad. You get all kinds of problems. I own a painting company, and in the summer, I have college crews that run the summer team that do a lot of outside extra work. And my sons, each of them wanted to work for me in the summer and and they wanted to lead a team because they knew they would make more money. And so I had a short conversation with them and said, there's two things that we just need to get crystal clear if you're going to lead for me. And so I said, number one, you need to understand that I'm the boss. I'm not your dad. So if I tell you what we're going to do and what needs to happen, you need to do it. There's, There's no excuses for it. Crystal." clarity on who does what. And that's one thing you have to be clear with if you're going to lead other people is you're not people's friend first. If you employ people, if you are in charge of something, there's a task that needs to get done. And the exchange for that task is compensation uh, for what you did. So don't violate that rule. Friends don't pay us to be a friend. A friend supports and encourages. Bosses pay us and expect clear boundaries. So the first rule that you have to follow in leadership, if you want clarity, is obedience. Do what I ask. And you need to demand that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Set that clear expectation right away. This is what I want you to do. And this is how it needs to happen in the timeframe. The second thing I said to my kids was, take care of the client. Well, what does that mean? I said, well, you have to prepare ahead. you got to go get the supplies. You have to be ready for the team to be able to tell them what they're going to do so they're productive. You you need to contact the client ahead. Set up the time. Make sure you're on time. If you say you're going to be there at 8 a.m., be there at 8 a.m. Communicate every day with them on how things are going and then clean up regularly. Because when you don't clean up and they see something that's half done, then they start wondering, well, what else isn't done? So you stay on top of things. So I said, that's what it means to take care of a client. Are we clear? And they said yes. And we had very productive summers with my sons leading the teams. I've had the same thing with new leaders now that are not my sons. But it all started with clarity. Leaders tell people what they expect up front and are clear about the timelines. This creates positive energy in the right direction. It actually allows them to lead other people well because they know where they're going and what's expected. They know how to get an A. It also allows for correction when it's not done because it takes the gray out of things. Once you have clarity, who does what when, then it's just a matter of accountability. So, I I, want to draw for you what this looks like in leadership. Okay. And so, if you are listening to this podcast audio, then what I want you to do is just draw a straight line going horizontal. And this is the direction. Okay. So, this is the clarity of who's doing what when, all right? So there's a clear picture. The rest of it has to do with accountability. So leadership is not static. So you set the direction, doesn't mean it's going to happen. So every day you're either making progress forward in that or not. And so if things don't go well and somebody doesn't follow through with things, then things start going below the line. So draw a line going down. Now, if you don't correct it, it keeps going down, keeps going down, and things just keep getting worse. The problems get bigger, and it takes more to correct things. It's better immediately to correct things and get moving up in the right direction. And then as people do the right thing, you praise it, and then it keeps going up because people enjoy praise. If it takes a dip down, then you go right back up. That's the whole process. So I want to talk to you about this whole praise and correction pieces because that's the next two pieces of the system of effective leadership to be successful. So once you've set the clarity, when people do the right thing, praise them, okay? Good leaders praise right actions, I was raised in a generation where parents thought that you should just do what you're told and expect it to be done and not praise. It was kind of like they thought, because too much praise makes you prideful. (laughs) Uh, That's a bunch of bullcrap. When God created the earth, every day he made something new. He ended and said, this is good. He affirmed it. He praised his own creation. Why did he do that? We should value what is done right. We should take pride in our work. God did. Gratitude is actually the highest frequency of the universe. Did you know that thoughts of gratitude have a higher frequency wave? Our brain emits energy all the time, and others can feel it. You ever answer the phone and your friend or family member says, Hi, you haven't called in a while. Wow, nice to talk to you too, right? <laughs> then there's Fred who calls and says, Hey, hey, how are you? How you doing? And it's like, wow. <laughs> They're like, great to hear from you. Your spirit gets a jolt. Literally, electrical energy is transferred. You should research the science behind this. It's really fascinating. Friends, this is a highly spiritual experience because the energy in our bodies comes from our thoughts. Our thoughts are spirit. We can't see them, but we can sure feel and sense them by our body language of others. You can hear them with the words, And you can experience them with people's actions. See, this is how God designed our lives to function. We're habitual creatures. We repeat the same things over and over and over. So the question is, what habits are you repeating? When Jesus got baptized to begin his ministry, God, his father, his leader, said to him, I'm very pleased with you. Why did he do that? Why did he praise him? God knows that affirmation causes us to continue to move in the right direction. In the New Testament book of Hebrews, there's some advice, and it says this, Let us consider how we can spur one another on towards love and good deeds, the right actions, and not giving up meeting together. In other words, affirm the right actions, be intentional. Affirming the right actions actually releases a chemical in our brains called dopamine. It's the feel-good drug. And we want to do it again because we want those same feelings. People love praise. It motivates 95% of people. When my team finishes a job and we get a review from a client that praises their efforts, I text them and say, way to go you took care of people look at what they said about you it just encourages and boosts them you made a difference today in someone's life you honored god i try i try to go to lunch with my leaders each week to do it in person to speak to them and coach them the other thing that helps is if you're doing that regularly then when you have to correct it's easier to do Never withhold praise when you can share it. Be a blessing to other people. So when they do the right thing, affirm them. When they don't do the right wrong thing, right thing correct them. So good leaders correct wrong action. This is the third step. Where most leadership goes south is not addressing wrong action immediately. We feel bad. <laughs> Why do we feel bad about doing that? We listen to an excuse, and we validate it by not saying, well, what do you need to do differently next time so that you're not late? Because we can't have that. See, this is a chance to address the root problem and solve it now before it grows. Proverbs 11:14 14 says, where there's no guidance, people fall. We've got to correct people. If you don't correct people right away, you end up feeling their consequences. And so does everybody else instead of letting them experience their consequences. Parents blow this one all the time. The kid doesn't do what they're supposed to do. And you say, well, now, Johnny, pick up your toys. Now, you don't want to fight with them. So you plead with them. Please, would would you please just pick up your toys? You've just disempowered yourself as a leader when you do that well, I'm tired and we make that excuse. Well, friends, leadership isn't easy. Parenting isn't easy. Then what happens is you get mad because you're tripping over things and and you're having to do what you asked them to do and you either just do it yourself so you experience the consequences of their wrong behavior, which builds up more resentment or you blow up. Either way, You lose respect. People don't look to you as a leader, your kids or adults. Or you yell at them, pick up the toys now! And they don't do it, and so you threaten. If you don't! And then they don't, and then you threaten again, and then you bribe them to do it. And this is the worst. You end up rewarding the wrong behavior. See, sometimes people in leadership, they think, well, if I'll just... um, maybe they just need something different and, and and they and they try to reward them and maybe they need a, a different better role and a, and a bigger responsibility and that's just makes it worse you're rewarding wrong behavior how messed up is that <laughs> remember my name's fred and i'm your friend the scripture describes god as our father and it says in the book of hebrews the lord disciplines those he loves So friends, here's something you have to understand as a leader. Discipline and correction is a loving thing, even though people don't like it. You need to learn to accept that truth. Some of you have a a, a negative, faulty wiring, a belief system that says that any kind of correction um, or discipline is bad. Maybe because of how it happened for you. But that's not true. There's lots of advice that the Bible gives on raising kids, and I think it works with helping uh, as a leader too in correcting people. In the New Testament book of Ephesians, it, said it warns fathers not to incite anger in their children. In other words, don't blow up. Well, when do you blow up? You blow up when you don't address things and let the consequences do the work. Instead, it says, Encourage them through corrective instruction, (laughs) which points people to the Lord. In other words, to the right ways. Guide people how to act. And as unpleasant as doling out correction may feel, it's best for everyone. Uh, There's another piece of parenting advice in Proverbs that I think is very helpful as a leader, too. It's Proverbs 29, and it says, it, it tells us that a lack of discipline brings shame to a mother. If leaders don't correct others, everyone sees it, and it brings shame on you as a leader for not addressing it. Because a leader's job is to protect people from being used. If you want to be respected, then you step up and you correct people. People will respect you for it. I had a situation last year where my lead guy was not working out very well he would get there late. He'd be on the phone a lot. He'd leave early. He wasn't organized. He wasn't good with clients. In fact, blew up on a couple clients and wasn't producing quality work. And I tried to address this numerous times over a period of months. And he kept blaming me and kept making excuses. And and, and my time was just spending more and more in that direction. And I was just drained. And I felt like he was trying to say, you know, how to do things. And I, I kept saying, I, I need you to listen to my leadership instead of me having to um, follow you, and even blew up once at a client's home when I had a new painter coming on their first day on the job. I had to say to him, "This isn't working for me." And when I said that to him, he said, "Well, it's working for me." <laughs> of course it was because he could do whatever he wanted, what he wanted to. And I had had enough, and I s- I had to be the bad guy. And I said, "Well, you're going to be done at the end of the month." And he, he, did, he acted like he was confused and didn't understand. And I couldn't let him play me like that. And in fact, after I drew the boundary, he started complaining to other people on the team and even teenagers. <laughs> you can't feel bad for correcting behavior that is hurting the team or the company, or even you. The team knew it was coming and they were surprised I didn't do it earlier. Now I had to step in for a few months to lead a little stronger. But six months later, now I have a strong point leader and the team is clicking and I have their respect. And I'm getting to focus on the next steps for the company and I'm energized. But that took corrective action. Successful leaders learn to let the consequences do the work. If you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. It's best to lay it out in the beginning So it's not an emotional response. We can't feel bad about people losing something that they're not managing well. In fact, Jesus told lots of stories about this. And I talk about it in the 2X principle. There was a guy that didn't manage his boss's money well. And he ended up losing it. And it was given to the one who managed well. That's not mean. That's good leadership. You want to reward people that do the right thing. That's actually a very nice thing to do, to not reward people for wrong behavior and to take away their influence because then they're not hurting other people or leading other people in the wrong direction, and it gives them a chance to grow up. Rewarding the right person and teaching the other person that you don't let people take advantage of others is a good thing. Whoever is faithful with a little bit will be faithful with a lot. Whoever's not faithful with a little won't be faithful with more. So don't try to reward to motivate right behavior if someone is not listening. It doesn't work. In other words, a leader's job is to teach people how to grow up. Don't be the child and need to have their affirmation and and be a friend with them. You just end up getting childish actions back. Be the adult. People usually rise to your expectations and when they don't correct them. Discipline is one of the most loving acts you can do. You are sparing someone of future pain and yourself and others. Never take other people's consequences on yourself in the name of love. That's not love. That's insecurity. When you're leading, You have to care more about being respected than being a friend. When it comes to work, friendship is second to the task. That is healthy and it builds trust. When you let someone get away with things, everyone sees it and knows it and complains about it and your leadership tanks and you lose influence. A leader's job is to hold people accountable and correct behavior. And let me give you a little secret here. If you're willing to do that, Those under you will be more courageous also in addressing issues with the people they work with. You'll gain respect and you'll be more productive. Avoiding correction, it actually hurts you and others and the organization. So this is a simple three-step system as a leader. Okay, Leadership is not stagnant. Every day you're either moving forward or backwards. You're making progress or going backwards. And so anytime something happens backwards, wrong behavior, correct it immediately. Get it moving forward in the right direction. And as you keep doing that and you keep affirming the right direction, then you'll keep moving things in a positive step. And that produces results. It all starts with clarity. Being clear about who is doing what when and then praise when they do it right and correct when they do it wrong and do that daily. It's not hard, but if you don't do it, it's harder. Instead of blaming other people, create good people by using a positive three-step system that holds everyone accountable. Your job as the leader is to model by making sure what needs to happen does happen so let the system do the work submit yourself to the system of praising right action and correcting wrong action just just submit yourself to that leadership principle that system if you just do that every day you are going to be a more effective productive leader with people and you're going to gain the respect of others that's what successful people do They do what other people don't want to have to do because they know it's going to produce the right results. Friends, you produce what you are. You do not produce what you want to be or what you say it's what you are. So if you're not getting good results from people, then you need to look inside at yourself and look at how do I need to lead differently? to be productive. Successful people submit themselves to the leadership principle and it produces positive results with people. Lead well, my friend. If you were inspired to become all that God made you to be as a leader, then I want to encourage you to click follow me on whatever media you're using with this podcast and and rate this podcast. helps us with our exposure and then share this link with someone. All of us have influence with people around us. So influence your world positively by sharing this link to someone else. If you'd like some coaching, then I'd encourage you to check out my website, fred-talk.com and I'd love to work with you and help you develop as a leader. Remember, my name's Fred and I'm your friend.